This is Pierre Bouvier, lead singer of the band Simple Plan. I could sing a song for you, Wine 30, with Andrew and Lindsay. Here we go. Andrew and Lindsay hosting Wine 30. Andrew and Lindsay. Through all the best and many more years to come tonight. I'm just a kid. Many more years to come. Peace. For this, you know, exciting Friday episode, we're doing Mimosa Friday. Yes, a very Mimosa Friday special. So our OJ is from our orange trees out in our front yard that we squeeze ourselves. And then the sparkling is the... Blanc de Blancs from Trader Joe's, the whole $5.99. This is made in France. Where in France is it made, does it say? I'm not sure, but... It just says France. Made in France. Oh, Cote d'Or? Cote d'Or. Cote d'Or. I don't know where that is, but I'm. it's obviously not champagne, which is why they call it sparkling, but... Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you can only have champagne if it's made in champagne. You're right. So that's why this is called sparkling wine, even though it's French sparkling wine. I didn't realize that it had it was um, particular to that certain region. Mm-hmm. So it really is kind of a unique yeah. thing. Like, it has to be bottle. from the Champagne Valley. Right. It's kind of like if Napa Valley named there something special. But they don't. But they might now that more people are growing wine. I know, because like Italy, they have Prosecco, right? Cava's in Spain. And then we're like sparkling wine. Like, great. Well, I think there must have been like some something like they were getting butthurt about it, maybe. Couldn't we just call them like Nubbles? Nubbles? That's perfect name. (laughs) Napa Bubbles. (laughs) Nubbles. It's very American. It's like. A crossbreed between Disney. It's got everything American we love. <laughs> uh, so are you going to do an outrageous uh, pairing here? Oh, what I would have this with? No, you're doing no, an outrageous uh, description. Oh, I mean, it has a description on. Oh, because you were asking me for like a fun one. Like we were talking about ocean water or something last time. Okay. This is like, um, like bath water that has sat and become cold. After you, you've used a lush bath bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to use a bath bomb, let it simmer down, and it's then like, you're left with this mimosa. Yeah. It's like bath bomb uh, lush. Yeah. And honestly, this would be a great thing to drink in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Like sit back in your bubble bath with a mimosa. That's a vibe. I do have to say I like the Costco sparkling better than the Trader Joe's. That extra dollar really just adds a lot of quality in there. Actually, the Costco I one... Do, it, I think the Costco is better. The Costco one is a Prosecco. It's got more bubbles. And Prosecco and sparkling and champagne, like they all have slight differences. And Prosecco is nice because it's naturally dry. Prosecco just knows how to do it. This has sweet notes to it for sure, which you don't need in a mimosa because of the... OJ. OJ, unless you have a bitter orange. There is like a brute cava from Trader Joe's that I usually get 
if we buy two bottles, I'll get one of the Trader Joe's brand and then one of this. Oh, I love Brut Cava because for I like for, uh, I like switching mimosa. back and forth. Yeah. Um, but Andrew's always like, I like the Trader Joe's brand, so I always grab it because I'd never say that. You did. You, you're the one that always says says I love it. I didn't ask for this. Okay. No, but I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I was thinking of Andrew and knew he was just going to want a mimosa. And when she says Andrew, she means Lindsay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Talking about herself in third person. Mimosas are just nice and refreshing. Yeah. I like them. So They can be. What have you been watching since um, our Wednesday episode? Uh, I've been watching a cartoon at night, but I can't remember the name. Can Lindsay remember the name? I have not actually watched any of it. Code Aroma? Is that how oh, you say it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's on... Are you watching it on Hulu? Uh, I am watching it on Hulu, yeah. Nice. And it's basically spirit detectives hunting demons. It's pretty fun. Nice. It's like fun and like, actually, that's one that your niece would really like. Yeah, the music and stuff that they have in like the intro and the outro are like super fun, like poppy, like 90s retro-y vibes. Yeah, which I don't, I don't know if, I should check the date when that came out. I think it's newer. I thought that it was, but, but it I has think, a 90s feel. So I think they be. tried to make it yeah. like that. And um, the colors are really fun. So I've been getting up really early in the mornings because, mainly because of our dog. And she starts just kind of like moving around a little bit. Or like everywhere. Just <sighs> she had not had any accidents in three and a half weeks. And then yesterday evening was like sitting on our bed and just like peed on our bed. It was like, it was like a napalm accident just everywhere. So we had to like wash the duvet and the duvet cover and our sheets. It was like on all three. She just napalmed everything. And then she napalmed the floor. The same day. I think we had just like, she'd played a lot and like she'd gone on a long walk and ran a lot. And then she played with the neighbor dogs a lot. And then I think she's just so tired. Like her poor little bladder just couldn't. I think so too. Help it. She just had like a very stimulating day and then everything just kind of like wasn't functioning well for her. Yeah. So that that was a great time. So I got up early with her the last couple days. The day before she'd been eating fuzz from an artichoke or carpet or something and then was like acting like she was like she could breathe perfectly fine and wasn't wheezing or anything, but kept like gag choking. Well, you know how it is when you get fuzz from artichoke and you're just like, (sighs) yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is ridiculous. So we got up early that day, and then she once we got up, she was perfectly fine. So I don't know what that yeah, was can about. Can you do that sound again? For, <laughs> yeah, one more time. <laughs> so the last few days we've been watching Disney movies in the morning. So we watched Alice in Wonderland the first day. The next day we watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and then today we watched Little Mermaid. Mm. Which Little Mermaid is the only one that she's actively watched. Any Which act. I did not watch any of those. When she says we, she means... I mean the dog and I. Her and Somi. Um, Because we've been getting up at like 5, 6 a.m. Um, and then I've been catching up on Big Brother because I got a little bit behind. And then also caught up on RuPaul's Drag Race for the week. So You just reminded me of the... Uh, I can't remember who it is from Monster Inc. And then... And then... Roz. And then... Yeah think so are you talking about the big like slug lady behind the desk <laughs> yeah 
Uh, so what have you been reading? I've still been working on the From the Files of Madison Finn series, books one through ten, because they literally put it as one book. Like you could check out all ten as like one volume. So it's like 2,600 pages. So I'm just like getting through it. Yeah. I've been reading um, a new graphic novel called Underfoot, volume one, The Mighty Deep. And it's basically about gerbils that were experimented on, but they don't talk about that. That's just the backstory. And it's about them in the future. And they're like these really smart gerbils that help all the other animals and are friends with cats. It's pretty fun. Fun. And they have to go like destroy a beaver dam because, you know, pending doom. It's kind of like Far- Five Will Goes West a little bit. I almost watched that this morning yeah. on the on our Disney movie. Maybe tomorrow morning that'll be our. Yeah. And then I'm also reading the fourth volume of Gideon Falls. So I've been waiting for that one to come out. And then nice. I didn't realize it came out and it did. So that's always fun when like you've been waiting and then you just stumble upon it and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's right here. Well, it's a really complex graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Like it's like kind of hard to follow. And so it takes a second to get back into for sure. OK, so what we've been playing more Town of Salem, obviously. Andrew's been playing some new Oh, I've been not, I haven't been playing anything new, but I did start a game of Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. So it's like from 19. That's what I asked if you were playing yesterday and you said you weren't playing that. Well, it's an old, it's the old version. I know, but I was like, is this the new, or the Baldur's Gate that you were talking about? She doesn't even know what she asked. I said, is that the Baldur's Gate you were talking about on the podcast? And he's like, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah. He told me no. And I said, then what is this? And he said, can't say. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It's like, stay out of my business. <laughs> um, And then we finally transferred all our Ethan stuff over so we can play Axie Infinity. Yeah. So I'm excited to breed some Axies. We'll see. Fight some axes. I'm going to be like champion breeder. Andrew doesn't think so, but I'm going to prove him wrong. I think it's probably a waste of money, but Lindsay thinks that she's going to be champion of Axie. Which, before we talk about our great topics for this episode, we are going to take a minute to talk about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Kiss Products. I've always loved the way that false lashes look. And they can really amp up your date night look, but applying them is not always the easiest. I've struggled with applying lashes in the past, but Kiss Magnetic Eyeliner and Lashes make it so easy. I've been loving these magnetic lashes from Kiss, and they have revolutionized the way I apply lashes. Kiss is the number one lash brand, and they have perfected magnetic makeup and these lashes. You first apply the magnetic eyeliner like you would regular eyeliner, and then the lashes cling to your liner like magic. The result is a perfect false lash look minus the glue. Whether you love mascara, lash extensions, or false eyelashes, achieving lash gorgeousness has never been easier. So head to kissusa.com and use code WINE30 for 20% off magnetic eyeliner and lashes. Magnetize your lash look. So once again, that is kissusa.com and use code W-I-N-E-T-H-I-R-T-Y for 20% off magnetic eyeliner and lashes all right we're back we're back i've been uh, tracking my calorie intake 
food intake. Yeah, on our short little break, we had to like put in how many calories the wine was and how many calories the OJ was, which I don't like to be like super strict on myself, but I do think it is helpful like for mindfulness to see how much you're consuming throughout the day. Well, sometimes I get like when I don't, I haven't been doing this, but like if I'm just sitting and I'm like, I'm hungry. And then I'm like, I'll just grab a snack, you know? Like, oh, I'll just like throw some chips in a bowl and not think about it. Like I'm not thinking about like, oh, like what is that snack made up of? You know, or, is it fats, is it carbs, is it protein? Or like portioning out that snack. Yeah. Like today I had jalapeno chips, but I like counted out like 12 chips as a serving. Like I'm just going to have 12 chips. I'm not going to consume 60 chips. Which I don't really like counting stuff like that. So I just weigh it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we've been doing. I'm trying to get in marathon shape. So, yeah. I'm just getting in uh, Peloton shape. It's going to be good times. Uh, so what are you thinking about? What's going on? What's on your mind? Where are you coming from? Um, well, Andrew was watching this documentary yesterday. I can't remember the name. No, I, I don't know gonna... what the name was, but they were talking about like climate change and they were showing this, like how they put in solar, like in the desert in California and Nevada. And they tore out like all these Joshua trees that yeah. like, they have just, all... they didn't even tear them out. They just like shredded them and like got rid of all evidence of them basically like shredded them into like sawdust and then they just like they dug up a bunch of minerals and they just like caused all the damage to the earth and then they put all these uh solar panels up and it was like kind of an impoverished town right Mm -hmm. yeah it was a tiny town that basically all it had was the solar and then they found out that that wasn't a good place for the solar and it wasn't really working there so they just tore it all up well, weren't they, like, it. breaking down, too? Yeah, like, once it started breaking down and blowing away and it was too windy and they're like, eh. Yeah. And then they went and did that to another place. Like, that's kind of what they're doing is they're tearing up all these places. They're killing all these trees. And the thing is with Joshua trees is they were saying they used to rely on mammoths because they're, like, really big and really tall to, like, take the seeds and then, like, pollinate yeah. the trees. But, like, mammoths haven't been around for how many years? Like, a ton. So... Like those Joshua trees had been there for a thousand years, 2000 years, Ugh, yeah. and they tore Sickening. them down and there's no way to like repollinate them yeah. and like grow new ones. So humans disgust me. I disgust myself. Like we're tearing down like these things that just have been around for thousands of years. We're to destroying do... them. And then we put up something for a couple of years and then tear them down. And they were saying like the windmills are a very similar thing, like those huge white ones. They just break down over time, yeah. And then they don't like they tear them down and then they put new ones up somewhere else. And they use gas and fossil fuels mm-hmm. to do that. And I'm not dogging on like renewable energy or anything, but guess what? It doesn't exist. Like we think they have everybody fooled and they're like, oh yeah, Apple is uh, 100% renewable. Yeah. But guess what? Apple's hooked up to the grid. So they're taking electricity from the city. So how is that renewable energy? You know, like renewable. And then that, you know how they make that energy, right? Fossil fuels. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's a frust. It was a really frustrating thing to watch, but they put it up free on YouTube. So, which I do know that there's maybe we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll, link we'll it. do that. But I, I do like it when there's companies. I know that, like the shop app does it. 
is if you check out with ShopPay on a website, they will plant a tree for every purchase that you shop pay, which is at least making your thing like carbon neutral is what they're assuming. Like for you to ship your package, like they're kind of trying to offset it by planting trees or like doing things for the environment. Well, the tough thing is, is yeah. Okay. I mean, they're at least doing something. Right. For what, what's the, how do you get them to plant a tree though? Well, for every person who checks out with shop pay, they plant a tree. Right. So that's actually kind of counterproductive because like how many trees are they um, cutting down to create the boxes? They're not the ones creating the boxes. Well, I'm saying trees are being cut down to create boxes mm -hmm. and trees are being cut down to supply electricity is what Mm -hmm. we found in bio plants. So, and those things are still going on now. So I guess my point is, is like, it's actually incentivizing people to shop and then you're using fossil fuels to transport that good, those goods where it's like, I don't see a future where we can stop consuming. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, we're in they, too deep. They were showing a graph of when I think it was, um, they invented cars or something mm-hmm. and they were showing a, a graph and they were like, yeah, here's where we're at. And then like, boom, now we've got billions of people on the earth, like because of this luxury item. Right. And we've learned to use it in a way that lets us commute and get Mm -hmm. out of, get away from things or move toward things. It like increased our, our, uh, population a hundredfold, but they were saying that our consumerism went way, way higher. Mm -hmm. Like it just skyrocketed. So, We've really caused the most destruction to the earth in the last 200 years. And most of that, honestly, has been caused in the last 30 years when the internet became more popular and globalization became a thing. Yeah. It's kind of a dismal thing. And it's kind of like, you know, not enough people care. You know, like we're just not going to make it. That's what it's looking like, you know? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I want to have a green carbon neutral house, but like, we're not going to make it at the rate that we're going, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of sad a little bit and it makes it really hard to want to bring a child into this world Mm -hmm. for me anyway. Moving on to a less dismal topic, but still a little bit strange. OnlyFans. We've mentioned a few times. Oh, that was one of my topics. I told you the other day, I was like, I think it was Wednesday evening or Thursday morning. I was like, I have a topic, but I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I have a feeling that you're going to have the same topic because if you look at the news, you're going to see the same thing. So OnlyFans, which is known as a way for like sex workers to actually get paid for what they do, is now removing all sexually explicit material from their website and not allowing sexually explicit material anymore. Good. But... I think it's hard because that was a way for sex workers to actually get paid and a way for them to be in control of what they're putting out there and what they're choosing to like, like it's not big companies anymore that are just like taking all the money for these people that have to have sex like 30 times a week on camera. Like they're getting to take the photos they want. They're getting to do the like content they want and then get paid for it. And Now they're like removing that 
And I'm like, what is OnlyFans going to be without sexually explicit material? Well, from what I understand is they are actually trying to stop people from being abused because there's a lot of different like um, revenge porn that's happening on OnlyFans. And so they're they're kind of nipped that in the butt. And I think the only way is, is kind of like, you know, now you lose your privilege to do that because people are abusing it. Right. Or like people, you know, sleeping with people that don't know they're being filmed and then they're putting it on their OnlyFans. Like, I think that's a thing. I mean, that's in that sense, though, like, shouldn't Pornhub have, have like been well, shut down everybody a long time knows ago? that Pornhub's doing that and they're incentivizing it. Right. Like, we know that Pornhub is incentivizing, you know, rape films or whatever it is. No, don't they remove anything that they find? Well, they're making a lot of money on it. Like when it goes up and a bunch of hits happen, like they're getting a ton. Which is like really disgusting that that many people are like. Right. And if you sign up for Pornhub, I think you have access to all that. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I honestly have never signed up in my life for that kind of stuff. And nor would I want to. And also I'm kind of like, porn's free. Like, why would you pay to see that? But anyway. But the thing is, it's free, but it sucks for those people who made that and then don't get paid for it and are like working their butts off literally to like, well, a few people kind of ruined it for everybody, I would say. And I don't really think that's what OnlyFans was meant to be about. I think it was a way for like people to connect with an audience. I think they were thinking of it originally kind of like Tumblr, right? Where Tumblr is like, yeah, if you want to post nudity, no big deal. Nudity should be okay. Honestly. You know what I mean? I wish we were more nudity neutral in our country. Yeah. Like, I feel like we shun the body a little bit. And I think you get some super radicals out there that are like, you know, going around judging everyone about what they look like. Lindsay's done it. I've done what? Judge people for wearing certain things. I mean, I don't judge them if it's just like a park or a random like public place. But if you're in like a business that has a dress code and you're wearing something like against that, that like that bugs me if you're not willing to respect a business's dress code. That's true. So I don't, I feel like it's kind of an interesting move. I think they could have just ran on with it and let it go and like tried to stop it from happening. But I think it would have happened anyway. Like there's no way to, to monitor that. I mean, there is. And like, how do you do it though? It has to be reported. And mm-hmm. a bunch of dudes or girls that are trying to get get whatever they need are not going to report something like that. So the more popularity, the harder it becomes. But if someone reports it and says, this is me, I didn't know I was filmed, and someone alerted me of this, they should automatically remove sure. it. Sure, yeah. Like, I mean, but oh, then you have people abusing that too. Yeah. People will be like, oh, I don't like this. It needs to be taken down, right? Yeah, I just... Like the, there's hard. no, like there's no like right answer there. And I think they kind of did the right thing because it's kind of like, yeah, you chose to do that with your life and we created a platform. It was ruined by a few people, or maybe we don't want to go that direction. And it's not really their obligation to keep a platform open like that. But like now, what direction are those people going to go? Well, they probably are like, I don't really want my kids to ask me what I do for a living some people are very open and they, and I'm sure I think they that's do, great. But they may not want to be that type of idol to their kids. Well, if they didn't want to do be that idol to their kids, then they wouldn't have been posting. Well, on that might just be with. one reason among many. Andrew's like, that would be my reason. Therefore. <laughs> no, I wouldn't ever do that. I don't have kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 
Let's move on to another topic. You want me to, I got one for you. Even though you took my big one. That's the one I've been talking about for two days where I'm like, I'm not telling you what it is, but I know you're going to try to take it. So they're talking about BlizzCon. Yeah. And they're calling it the Cosby suit because mm-hmm. all of the sex offenders. Yeah. What do you think about it? Have you re- done any research? Have you read anything about it? About the sexual harassment or about BlizzCon? About it either. Yeah, we've talked about the sexual harassment multiple times at well, Blizzard. How come it's taking so long to nail these guys? Like, what's going well, on? Well, some of the people have stepped down. And also, they had a huge employee walkout. They had all of the gamers a few weeks ago where they said, no one's logging on this day. So people who were supportive of the people walking out and everything that same day didn't log on to Overwatch. They didn't log into any of the Blizzard games um, and kind of did like a blackout because just one day of people not logging on to those games loses them a ton of money. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, So it's just kind of bringing awareness to that. And... Okay, well, they that's have the they have yeah. like court cases coming up. I think about it as well. But so something I want to touch on. It's all over the news. Been all over the news for a couple weeks or a week, a little over a week. Uh, and I didn't really want to talk about it, but I feel like we just got to go over it. Uh, Biden and the Taliban. Mm-hmm. So Biden's been getting a lot of heat from what pulling out of Afghanistan. What do you think about it? You think it was a good move, bad move? Like, what are the pros, the cons? Because I know that a lot of people are saying, well, what about all the the Taliban and that are killing all of the American allies and things? And so I do see that side of it, and I'm empathetic to it. However, I think there are also arguments to be made from the other side as well, and I just want to hear what you think. I think it's so hard because, like, we should have never been there to begin with. Like, we should have never had all those troops there and brought all of that stuff over and, like, taken sides and tried to, like, do their whole government for them to begin with. And, like, we've been talking about getting out of, like, that area for years and years. And, like, every president had said they're going to do it. Obama said he was going to do it. Trump even said he was going to do it. And then it's like Biden actually does it, and then he's the bad guy for doing it, right? He's the well, bad guy for actually pulling the troops out. And it sounds like you're defending Biden here. Well, I'm not to the end yet. Okay. So it's like he's the bad guy for pulling everybody out when we shouldn't have been there to begin with. But then it's like now we've left them in this pickle because we've been there for, what, 20-something years, 30 years, whatever. Like, and I think your math might be just a little off. Oh, 20 years. Well, 20. we we added a lot of troops in 2001. One, yeah, 2001. But, so 20 years. But before that, we had some troops there even before then. But well, like 20 two, going on 30. But <laughs> like we're out no, we, since the first George Bush was there, he sent some troops over when he was in office. And that's when I was born. So that's 30 years ago. But like we really went heavy after 9-11. Um, and like really cracked down on the Taliban. And it's like, they've been sitting just waiting for us to leave. Like they have been like laying low and they knew the second we left, they were going to do this. And like, at some point we had to leave, right? Like 
what, we're going to be there indefinitely? The Americans are just going to be there indefinitely to make sure that nothing happens? That's ridiculous. Well, my response to that would be one factual information is that there was only about 2,500 troops there. Mm -hmm. So there was only a hand, like, you know, 2,500 is a lot of American lives, but that's nothing compared to what we have in Japan or, you know, in different parts of the world, you know. So that is one thing that's kind of like, well, there's not that many troops. And then it's like, well, I think we've been kind was, of, but then it's kind of got to ask yourself a question. Like, was that the reason why the Taliban wasn't attacking? Because we had a, f a presence, a small presence mm -hmm. there. And like, they knew if they were to act up that we would just come in heavy with the big guns. You see what I mean? Yeah. So I think though, on Biden's defense, at a certain point, you got to say you either want to fight for your country and you believe in it or you're not going to fight for what you believe in, in your country. Because it sounds to me like these guys just want to flee like every single person there. Right. Yeah. And I guess the the president that had been put in place, honestly, by America, which I think is just totally backward. Uh, they, I guess, fled with like one hundred and sixty nine million dollars in cash. And meanwhile, their commandos that are fighting the Taliban are running out of bullets. And dying. Well, they're having to surrender. Like, yeah. And they just put their hands up and go, I don't know. Like, and then they're beheaded. So maybe they get lucky and get a good Taliban commander who uh, grants them am amnesty. But probably not. Probably not. They're terrorists. So, you know, I think it's like really, I don't think it's necessarily an effed up thing what America did. But I do think that we could have done a little more to like give them a better fighting chance. Yeah. But it sounds like they don't even want to defend against it. So I don't really know what to say, you know, like it doesn't sound like they want their country or maybe they don't have, to, it's like a part of me is like, maybe they don't have the tools, but then you hear that the Taliban just seized a bunch of American gear, mm -hmm. Humvees and all these gear. And it's like, you had all that gear and you still got overtaken. You had a ton more people i don't know i think we should leave this episode off with an am i the asshole for okay you. hit it because that was deep and dark and yeah it I sucks mean, i'm i guess i'm kind of strong opinionated honestly i think it's just a big cover-up for something that's like i want to wait and see what's coming out in five years oh yeah that they covered up you know because there's always something yeah like why would i be so distracted by this if there wasn't something bigger that you're trying to cover up, like, you know, that's how the, the American government operates. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So until next Wednesday, we're out. We're out. Bye. Cheers with our mimosas. Ciao.